When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. The Score North Winter Online Auction. It's your chance to save up to 70% off on items. Like a gas furnace or water heater from Air Mechanical. Stealth trailer from Pleasureland RV. A five-night all-inclusive golf vacation to the Dominican Republic from Escape With Us Vacations. Or an ultimate yard maintenance package from Tri-State Bobcat. Bidding begins December 9th through the 15th. Go to scorenorth.com keyword auction to bid, win, and save. That's scorenorth.com keyword auction. The Minnesota Vikings are pretty much the best team in North American team sports to never win a championship. Welcome to Before We Die with Jesse and Thor on Purple Daily and Score North. Hello, everybody. This is Purple Daily's Before We Die on Score North Thursday edition. We're coming to you with content Mondays and Thursdays each and every week. We're just happy when Thor shows up on time (laughs) and on the correct day. Uh, He is Thor Nystrom. Constantly feeding the positivity, never a doubt in his mind for this Minnesota Viking squad. I'm Jesse Pierce, usually over at a hockey rink. Uh, luckily, today did not have to go do that tomorrow. Minnesota Wild back in action as I'm a writer for NHL.com. Also hitting my desk. I apologize for that. And over there, we got producer Ross Brendel, who is microphone working? Not working. I would out. hit my desk to mock you, but I'm afraid to even move. <laughs> because of microphone issues. So it is once again, a pleasure to serve at the, how's that go for presidents? I serve at the pleasure of the president of the United States. Yeah. I serve at the pleasure of the president and vice president of before we die. I'll let you two decide who's president and who's vice president. We know. We do. I think, I think we know. Thank you. As president, my first order of duty is the Minnesota Vikings beating the Indianapolis Colts game flex to Saturday at noon. Uh, You guys, it's another NFC, another chance to clinch the NFC North. Do we feel like it is a must win, especially as the San Francisco 49ers and that quarterback Brock Purdy are coming in hot. Uh, The Vikings do hold that tiebreaker, but do you feel even more so than clinching the NFC North, it's important just to continue gaining that momentum and, and staying ahead of uh, San Fran. It's not a must win in terms of the standings, but for morale and and for, I mean, the, the anything outside of that, it is, right? Like, I mean, you know, you've lost two of your last four games. Obviously, what happened last week was was unfortunate. And, and the Vikings match up really well against the Colts. Um, they're not equipped to take advantage of most of the things that the Vikings are weak in. They they do have one or two that, you know, specifically that we can we can talk about, but their offense stinks and the Vikings should be able to move the ball on their defense as well. If you can't beat that team at home in this spot, what are you doing? 
Yeah, I actually want to use this opportunity, if you two don't mind. Call out is not the right word, but I've heard some um, media members in this town talk about, well, when the Vikings win the division, they can start making decisions about maybe who will start, who will sit. They can start doing some things in preparation for the playoffs. Not entirely untrue, but I also don't think that that comment's true. I don't think the Vikings will be, nor should they be resting anybody until they know exactly what their seed is. To me, if you're the Minnesota Vikings, yeah, there's cases to be made for trying to be healthy. I 100% get that. But you would much rather be the two seed than the three seed. The three seed comes with the potential of leaving U.S. Bank Stadium before going to a potential NFC championship game. I want the number two seed and a puncher's chance at maybe hosting the NFC championship game should you get there and should things go their way. So I would actually say, yeah, until you get the number two seed wrapped up, not only are the Colts a must win, you follow that up against the Giants, a team in the playoff mix, also a must win. People say the Viking schedule is easy. I don't think there's a ton easy about going to Green Bay and Chicago in the cold weather with a team that's used to playing indoors and historically doesn't play very well on the road, especially in cold weather games. So, yes, I think it's a must win. I think every game until you get the number two seed is a must win. However, we're recording this on Thursday. I know some people will view this on Friday, Saturday. Heck, maybe even after the Vikings game. That's how YouTube works. Maybe, maybe Seattle does a does the Vikings a little favor tonight and knocks off the Niners. I'm not counting on it, but it is possible. And that would be of great help to the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, you're you're jumping ahead there to take a page out of Kirk Cousins' book, 1-0. You just got to go 1-0 this weekend. And again, that starts against a pretty rough Colts team, guys. You know what we're trying to do, Jesse? What's that? I'm going to steal one from Peach, Peach Fleck, the now um, basically the the coach who gets a renewing seven-year contract every year. I'm good for him, by the way. I'm fairly pro-PJ. We're just hoping to go 1-0 in Indianapolis Colts championship week season. That's what we're (laughs) hoping for. This is true. This is true. Indy has won six straight against the Vikings. Their last loss coming back in like 97 in Minnesota, though. So that home field advantage, huge. They are currently one in three under Jeff Saturday, a coach who I, again, still puzzled by that this far into it. I just I'll never understand it. Whatever. Uh, They have lost six of their past seven. They are led by Matt Ryan, who I think was my first ever fantasy football quarterback. You guys way back in the day. I'm waiting. Wait for it. Wait for it. Obligatory fantasy football mention. Exactly. I'll hit you with the second one just because of the delay. Obligatory fantasy football mention. Dude was drafted the same year that Kevin O'Connell was drafted. Uh, leads the oh, league wow. with 18 turnovers. Uh, so not great at the QB spot. Uh, the Colts defense 41 negative yardage running plays, second most in the NFL, and tied for second fewest overall plays of 10 or more yards with 141. There is a shining glimmer, and that's Jonathan Taylor. He needs just 139 rushing yards for a second straight 1,000-yard season. But, guys, that's really about it. Even with a very rough, weak kind of defense that Minnesota has shown, and we'll get into that, don't worry. Um, As Thor had mentioned earlier, Things look pretty good for Minnesota. This should be an easy T-shirt and hat weekend. Yeah, as as far as the matchup of the the Vikings defense against the Colts offense, the only thing you're really afraid of is Jonathan Taylor. 
Uh, Matt Ryan, I I, I love you. Uh, he was great at Boston College. He was great at the start of his NFL career. Actually, funny story. My cousin was a swimmer at Boston College and started college the same year that Matt Ryan did. They were in the athlete dorm, and she lived just down the hall from him. So I, for a couple of years, I got the, you know, why didn't you lock Matt Ryan up jokes there? But then when she <laughs> she got with her eventual husband, I, I had to stop that. But shout out to Matt Ryan. But Matt Ryan is he's lead footed. He always was. But now he can move even less. He, he, he's always not had a, like a howitzer for an arm. Now that's even worse. The guy's washed up. You're not afraid of the Colts passing game whatsoever. Jonathan Taylor does concern a bit, um, you know, with with the way that the Vikings run defense has been in some of it. But the Colts offensive line, which we expected to be awesome, has underachieved greatly this year. So I, I think the Vikings at least have a shot, um, you know, to, to hold Taylor to, a, you know, to prevent him from going ballistic. And the only way the Colts win this game is by Jonathan Taylor going ballistic. You know, if need be, Jeff Saturday could just slide back in and play a little offensive line where needed. It wouldn't yeah, be the right. craziest thing the Colts have done all season. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's that is not wrong. I just wanted a different way to say that's right. <laughs> just because I'm in a witty and snarky mood today, I'll tell you this. The only Jonathan Taylor I've ever cared about was Jonathan Taylor Thomas because Home Improvement was a tremendous show and has some of the best Christmas episodes you'll ever see. Jesse and I were actually talking about this when you when you went off because the mm-hmm. Ross was having some microphone issue before the show. So he he bounced out. And then I was telling Jesse, I called Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor tailback. Then we had a discussion about everyone on home improvement and, who, you know, the, the whole cast. What was the Jonathan Taylor Thomas Christmas movie? Does anybody remember? I don't remember. Jingle all the, was it Jingle All the Way or is that the Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, that's, that's the Arnold one. Yeah. Somebody okay. will tell us on the YouTube comments. Yeah. We could also Google it, but we're trying to do a show. We're trying Miguel, to do a show here. Miguel Borland guy. Yeah. No, big exactly. Richard I'll be home for guy. Christmas. Big there Richard Card guy in The Little Giant. I'll watch that infomercial any day of the week. I just said the answer. I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, good work. Good work. Multitask. That's what I do. I oh, love, you to, you did you guys ever it? see, this will be one more, or only tangent. There were two, three actually fantastic Jonathan Taylor movies that I, I had a big crush on them. Any kid with a bowl cut back in the 90s, I crushed hard on, right? From Leo DiCaprio to Devin Swa to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. There was Man of the House, fantastic movie. Yep. Tom and Hook, another good one. And Wild America. I feel Wild America doesn't get the appreciation it deserves JTC was in that Devin Swa was in that so wild good. America. The one he's going across the country in like a car or something with his brothers. Like, so it's his brothers and JTT ends up like, cause I'll always call him JTT ends yeah. up on like a moose ride in a moose. I don't again, cute. This boys sounds, in this sounds incredibly stupid. I'll tell you what it was an underrated movie. <laughs> the final destination with Devin Sawa. Oh, Idle hands wasn't too bad either. Devin Sow is an underrated actor, but that final destination movie, if they make the eighth one, ninth one, I'll be in the theater on opening night. I'll tell you that. I just I'm- love how well we're playing the holidays here because we had Jonathan Taylor Thomas home improvement Christmas episodes, Jonathan Taylor Thomas Christmas episode. Jesse then references Chevy Chase, of course, with so Christmas vacation. Yeah. So anywho, you love, it. I'm going to segue this in. Wild America to Devin Swa final destination, our final destination being Minnesota winning a big win against Indianapolis. We have asked for it. We have begged for it. I think we were all clearly on um, the naughty list in the NFL because the Vikings aren't being gifted with that, despite it being top of the Christmas wish list. Do you think it finally happens this week, you guys? I mean, again, it's not something Minnesota knows how to do, apparently. Do you think it's finally going to be a, a big blowout victory that maybe you a lot of Vikings fans need to see 
Yes, this is the one where it's double digits. This is the one. Uh, I, and I think that, you know, that speaking to the, we, we talked about the Vikings defense against the, the Colts offense. I feel like that's even Ed Donatel can't screw that one up. Uh, I, I should knock on what after I say that, cause Ed Donatel will say, hold my beer, but I, you know, the, the Vikings offense against the, the Colts defense, some, something to keep an eye on is the Colts, two of their uh, top three cornerbacks right now are super duper iffy. I, one of them sick and one of them has an injury. Uh, the guy with the injury, I don't think is going to play. And the guy that's sick, I, who knows? But I mean, like that could really benefit the secondary receivers of the Vikings. If they have to, if the Colts have to go way down on their cornerback depth chart, as the Vikings have had to do, you know, it's, I mean, but prior to, to Dantzler coming back and stuff like that, um, the one area where the, the Colts defense can, is going to concern the Vikings a little bit is they're pretty good on the interior defensive line. And, uh, you know, I mean, but, you know, between the, the uh, Ed Ingram specifically um, and then, you know, Bradbury being in and out and Schlotman being in and, and whatever, that's something that could concern the Vikings. But outside of that, you know, assuming the, the Colts are down at least one corner, but maybe two, the passing game should be there for the Vikings. They're going to put up points here. Yeah. And to Thor's point, uh, we believe, well, we, we've been told that Garrett Bradbury will play. And if he plays the entire game, Kind of shocking to say this. That'll be a big plus for the Vikings. Yes. Also, Darisaw will start on Saturday as well. I think those two things huge. are huge, not only for the passing game and Kirk Cousins, but just to get Delvin Cook going in the run game again. I mean, bringing up those injuries, quick note, Darisaw, he will be back. He missed three games with that concussion. Bradbury, back issue. Harrison Smith, neck issue, also expected to return. Uh, Cam Dantzler has been sick, uh, so you'll see what happens there. Daniil Hunter, injury report, neck injury. He's missed a couple games here. Uh, but, Thor, you brought up Ed Dantel, the <laughs> magic word. As we know, the Vikings defense sucks i'm just gonna say it uh has allowed <laughs> 400 plus yards in five straight a franchise record um however you do have zadarius smith leading the nfl with 70 pressures and 49 hurries um the question i have about ed Dantel. so we had um koc come out and say he's not looking at any staffing changes aka everyone wanted ed fired koc is probably not going to go that route but something needs to be done with the defensive schemes, right? And who's making the play calls? I have a good before we die about that today, guys. Uh, but looking at Ed Donatel, he was asked the same line of questioning about what's going on with the defense on Wednesday. And he said, I don't think it's ever drastic. I really don't think it's drastic. You set your plan in April or May of what kind of team you want to be. It seems to me when he says these types of things, he's not taking full accountability, saying, yeah, I'm kind of in the rough. You, you see KOC so quick and almost to an exhaustive point, like, oh, it's my fault. This loss is on me, you know, yada, yada, which a, a head coach tends to do. But I don't know if Ed Dantel has looked himself in the mirror and been like, you got to be better. We got to do this. I mean, do you guys think Ed is taking enough accountability for the defensive struggles? Because as you guys have mentioned, they have some solid defensive players, but are they being utilized the right way? You know, instead of talking about the accountability thing, what frustrates me about that comment is it it goes in line with what I already believe about Ed Donatel, which is like, I have my system and I'm not making adjustments. If if there's something wrong, it's because the players aren't executing. And it's like, Ed, you need to make in-game uh, adjustments. And you can't just set this thing back in April. And really, it was whenever, you know, he he decided to learn this system or whatever. Just doesn't seem like we're getting the, the in-game adjustments. That That's my frustration with him. But again... A, a good thing for the Vikings on Saturday is they're not playing an offense that is equipped to take advantage of all the 
those quirks and foibles of the Vikings defense. When we were doing a little pre-show back and forth and Jesse, you, you hit on this. So I won't elongate on it too much. I just have a, a fairly big problem when the coach comes out and says the execution, it needs to be executed better. And he talks about the 11 guys on the field. And look, I mean, I've ripped at Donatel a lot, but I've also come to his defense and said they're also pretty injured. And I do believe their best talent is on the back half of their career. But something isn't working. So at least if you're going to be bad, be bad trying something different. And I don't know what that is. You know, we've made the argument you can blitz more. Well, if you blitz more and you don't get home to the quarterback, it's going to leave your secondary even more exposed. Maybe that isn't the answer. I don't know what the answer is, but my comeback to all of this always is. This happens in college. Well, if you fire the coach, who are you going to get that's better? Not my job. You know whose job it is to figure it out and be better? It's Kevin O'Connell. It's Ed Donatel. And it's the coaching staff. It's not our job to do it. It's their job to do it. I mean, we'd step in. We seem to think that we could, right? Like, you paid me that kind of money. I could probably run the team, the defense, just as well as he does. No, no, no. I'm the common guy coordinator. I won't let the Delvin Cook jump pass happen on first down. To Thor's point, third down, fourth down, maybe. First down, no. Common guy coordinator right here. The Vikings are 24th in blitz percentage, 24th in presser, pressure percentage, excuse me. And it's funny 25th, how that correlates. I know, right? And quarterback knockdown percentage. So I would agree. I mean, I think Thor, Thor nailed it as well is just the fact that you have to be able to make adjustments and, and Ed is clearly not up for that. Personally, for me, watching the Vikings defense makes me want to drink uh, a lot. <laughs> Any idea where I could go get some delicious, delicious adult beverages this weekend in particular, you know, Jesse, myself, not even myself, my friends at Lake Ridge liquors, they can help you with that. I've told you before about their huge local craft beer selection, including, yes, before we die from Surly, over a thousand wines in stock. I can't even comprehend how many wines a thousand is, what that looks like. But actually, I can tell you what it looks like because I've been into Lake Ridge Liquors and it's awesome. Great staff, Minnesota owned, Minnesota sports fans. They got that 40 foot long wall of whiskey, including that Lake Ridge exclusive barrel pick of Jefferson's Rye Single Barrel. Check this out. Only four barrels made it to Minnesota. They got one of them. A convenient location, just 30 seconds off of 694 on Rice Street. Great opportunity right now to restock up for your holiday parties or get that perfect gift for the holiday season. They have a rewards program. Make sure you mention Score North and ask them about it when you're on site. They'll spot you $5 on your next visit. Again, just 30 seconds off of 694 on Rice Street. Honestly, we say this all the time on all of our brands, Mackie and Judd, Purple Daily. Support those who support us. Great group of people, great store, great location, fun place to stop in and stock up. Lake Ridge Liquors. I bet Thor's going to head there because we're going to mention how I'm atop Thor's Hammers yet again this week. Whoop, whoop. We got we got to catch up to her, Thor. We we really have to catch up to her. Thor's hammers, and we will this week. This is this is our week, Ross. Let's show the standings first for the people. I, no, you don't need people. to. You Actually, know, I just want the way uh, big voice guy says Thor's hammers, so I'm going to play this one more time. Thor's hammers. Yeah, he gets excited. He does. Yeah, look at he's that. jacked up. Jesse, okay. you're still on top, but look, we're within eight. 
Yeah. Still plenty Life of time is here. Good on top. Let me Still tell you. Still plenty of time because you have to think there's at least one Vikings playoff game. Not officially yet, but we, we do believe so. Okay. Start where we always do with the Kirk Cousins passing yards, which for this game against the Colts have been set at 268 and a half. Coming down a little bit from where it was in the Lions one. Jesse over or under? Over. Dang it. <laughs> um, mm, I'll go over because I'm banking on a deep playoff run to catch up to Pierce. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. Okay, uh, Delvin Cook's rushing yards. Had, this one has come significantly down. Delvin's had some struggles in in recent weeks beyond even the jump pass call. His over-under for Saturday is set at 69 and a half rushing yards. First time it's been under 70 for a while. Jesse, over or under? I think it's going to be just a smidge under. I've been giving Delvin the benefit of the doubt going over almost every week, and yeah, he hasn't been greatly. Plus, I think Kirk gets him in the air anyway on Saturday, so I'm going to go under. Okay. 69 and a half. Does that qualify as a nice number, or do we have to get it down <laughs> to 69? It's a half a nice it's a half a nice number. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the over. Don't know why, but this feels like a decent opportunity to get a point closer to Jesse. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over on this one as well. Delvin hasn't been moving as well in in recent weeks, but this this should be a good matchup if he can get to the outside, right? Like the the, the one area, the thing that you're, you're concerned about. It's like I said, the interior. But if if they if the Vikings can get to the edge there, they're going to have all sorts of space to run, especially if the 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 Colts, the cornerbacks, they're depreciated there. Uh, can't help out with some of that stuff. Uh, Justin Jefferson's receiving yards set is always very high. 93 and a half this week, Jesse, over or under? Over. Son of a... Over. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fade you guys, and I'm going to go under. They're, the Colts are putting Gilmore on them, and I, I'm guessing that they're going to do the safety over the top thing. And again, if the other Colts cornerbacks are hurt, Justin uh, Jefferson. I, I think this could be a good game for the secondary receivers for the, the Vikings. Uh, I, now, we're going to do one extra today, mostly because we're trying to catch up to Jesse. We're going to go with the <laughs> opponent one. Jonathan Taylor rushing yards, 80 and a half. Jesse, over or under? Um, Over. Let's see him get 100. Let's just let him, you know, why not? My main problem with the Vikings defense is I just don't know if a team ever needs to put a lot into the running game when they can just pass left and right. Um, but Taylor's a special breed. He's one of the best, if not the best backs in the NFL. Over. You know, this you want to tough, say isn't it, Thor? Well, yeah, I mean, cause it, I feel like it's definitely going over, but I want to fade Jesse. Um, <laughs> How did that work out for Ross? I mean, it worked out for Ross catching up to you anyway, but, well. uh, I'm I, I'm gonna go over on that one because I I do yeah he's he's the only thing the Colts are gonna have in this matchup and then we we go to the the spread of the game Vikings favored by four it's four and a half at some bucks four at some bucks we'll say four uh, at home against the Colts on Saturday Jesse who you got take the Vikings yeah me too I don't know if it's gonna be our double digit victory that we want Thor I won't believe it till I see it but I I think they can win by a touchdown mm-hmm. gotta go a lot more. Got to go the Vikings here. If, if they don't win this game and they can't cover this number, then that's we're hitting all the panic buttons next week. Uh, <laughs> if, if you can't beat this team at home, and it's only four points. It, I mean, in its own way, that feels a little disrespectful as well. Colts on a three-game losing streak and stuff like that. 
Uh, last one, the point total of the game is set at 48 and a half. Jesse, over or under? Over. Yeah. Ross? I'll go under. Yeah. I'm going to go. I think this one's close to the margins, but I'm going to shade it over. I'm going to say, say Vikings 31, Colts 20. Yeah, gonna, so that's what I was kind of thinking. Over. I was like, I think we'll get into the 50s. Yeah, we're and we're getting that double-digit win this time. We're getting it. So that's, let's let's fire this one up. Let's just let's go from fun spot to fun spot. <laughs> Comments from YouTube. I got a few for you this week. Again, sticking with the theme, couple serious, and also uh, a, I think a good feel-good one. I don't know how to say this, so I'll spell it out. I'm thinking it might be St. Pint. S-N-T-P-I-N-T says, Harrison Smith has been on the field for four of the last five defensive disasters. Smith is good, but he's physically toasted. So it got me thinking. Let's just say that's true. I'm not saying it is true. But let's say that Harrison Smith is toasted. Does he still provide value by being a on-field coach? Absolutely. He's also the best safety for the Vikings. We, the, the guy kept saying toasted. It was reminding me of those Quiznos ads back in the day where they're like, mm, toasty. <laughs> so, 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 so now I'm hungry. But uh, no, I mean, like, he's still by far the Vikings' best safety. He definitely is de- depreciated. Uh, that That is, there's no doubt about it. Right now, uh, Harrison Smith is 44th out of 89 qualifying safeties in PFF grade. Uh, but Cam Bynum is 69th, and the rest of them are even worse. Nice. So it's, you know, especially. Not nice. Well, there you go. You, you got your one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Yes, he helps with the, that stuff. He, he's also, we've seen very good situationally still and stuff like that. And he doesn't have the coverage breakdowns like Cam Bynum was having mm-hmm. every friggin play last week so yeah i mean he's still a valuable player for the vikings even though yeah he has gone down a little bit i i mean i would just double down on he is he's the best you got right i i think it's you know that's what you gotta you go with i mean is it frustrating yes but the entire defense has been frustrating so it's not just harrison smith underperforming either so yeah jared pribble on the youtube machine says y'all notice cook gets no yak anymore he doesn't even try to fight for extra yards. I don't know if he's pro- protecting his shoulder or what, but he runs soft now. Didn't he used to. Again, I don't necessarily believe this, but I do love the alliteration. <laughs> Jesse and Thor, is Dalvin Cook cooked? <laughs> I, I I think, my, I mean, my response, it's similar to the, the Harrison Smith one. I, I do think that Dalvin has... You know, he, he's already had the, you know, the, what do you call it, the crest or the, the the highest point of his career. And I think now he's begun the downswing. Um, we're not we're not going to see the best of Dalvin Cook again. But I mean, he's still, uh, you know, a OK, solid starting running back um, him and PFF grade. It's sort of like uh, with with Harrison Smith, he's 45th, uh, only out of 64 qualifiers there. So, yeah, I mean, Cook isn't playing as well as you would like, but. You know, even though the Vikings have gotten good tackle play when they're at full strength, obviously, you know, you had the injury there. But the interior offensive line has been uh, an issue for for Delvin on, on some of these ones. I'm hoping the concepts on Saturday are all outside. Um, we, we saw in a couple of games earlier this season when they limited, when they did more of that 60-40 split between Delvin and Madison, which I've been pounding the table for. Those games, Delvin had more burst than those. And if you can go back to that, that 60-40 split, 
and then get Delvin on the perimeter against the Colts. I think that's where you could see him rip ripping off a long run or a long run or two. I mean, I think Thor just took a lot of what I was going to say. Thanks a lot for that. Thor, <laughs> uh, I was. I was going to bring up Madison. Like, I think if you go back to managing that time, because I think Ross brought it up first early on in, in the year that this is a good plan to keep Delvin healthy. And and I think Thor said that they're best, too. He's got this burst, as extra injury. He's getting a little bit more rested. And now I do also want to be fair to Delvin. I think a lot of us are looking back just on the game on Sunday, which was hands down the worst, most inefficient game he's had in his six-year career. So I don't want that to fog and cloud everything that Delvin Cook can accomplish. But, yeah, I mean, I would like to see – more of a split with Madison in order to maybe get back some of that good cooking, if you will, uh, to close out the year. I like what you did there. Thanks. We'll close with this one, a feel good one. And, and I really do appreciate this. I think you two will appreciate this as well. Spare time says this is the best show on purple daily. Your analysis and analogies are spot on. Keep it up. I listen to every episode. I would first say, I think all the work that we do here is really good work and a bunch of hard workers. So if you love this show and it's your favorite, great. But please don't discredit the other work and shows that that are on this Purple Daily Podcast Network. But it's uh, honestly, uh, we love we love the feedback, even the negative stuff. But it is good to see the positive stuff. So thank you, spare time for that. Yeah, thoughts he, he, from he, you too. He he probably was meaning to send that to Mackie and Jod, and he just accidentally sent it to us. <laughs> but that's okay. We'll we'll take it. We appreciate it. Uh, well, believe me, me, the comment was forwarded to management. So. Yes, yeah. Mr. Uh, Hubbard has seen this, right? Like, we're certain of that. We're looking to go primetime. No, I think it. it gives me an opportunity to thank both of you. Again, I came into this show as a fantastic way to challenge and broaden my sports. And having been with the NHL for the past eight years and focused solely on hockey it allowed me to get back into other sports, which is something I had always been passionate about when entering this career. But a lot of that credit goes to you guys. You guys bring the knowledge. Like, like we said in our first ever lunch meeting was, you know, just pass me the ball and, and you know what to do with it. So that's what I've been doing. You guys are awesome. So, and of course all of our audience for continuing to stick with us through the ups and downs, ebbs and, th- and flows. And uh, let's, it, it just wouldn't be this podcast. I don't want this to happen, but it wouldn't be, our maiden voyage of doing a Vikings related podcast in the purple daily network. If we didn't get the ultimate payoff of going to a super bowl, winning a super bowl, or at least the gut punch of losing another NFC championship game. It's gotta be one of those three, right? We need that. We need more (laughs) shows. The masses want the content. I can't even the sad part. This is what this franchise has done to me for as much as I love them. I can clearly fathom NFC championship heartbreak. I still can't fathom jubilation of winning a Super Bowl. I no. just, I can't. Like, I like, can't even. What do you do with your hands? Yeah, I like, can't even you, process. How do you celebrate? Like, what, what's a parade? Like, what is that all about, right? I just, you know, I just want to I don't know there. what to do with my hands, Jesse. I can't process it. But I can tell you one thing that I do know how to do, and that is give back when the time warrants it and when the situation merits it, which leads me to a brief message on behalf of the Crazy and Canadian Cousins Crusaders of Purple Daily. Say that five times fast. We have a group of Cousins Crusaders. They are huge Kirk Cousins fans. They reached out and asked if they could celebrate this very fun season with Purple Daily and Purple Daily listeners and asked us if we'd help donate and raise funds for Kirk Cousins charity. Of course, we said that sounds like a great cause to us. Super simple. 
kirkcousins.org, his name, kirkcousins.org. Click on the donate button, donate whatever you can. It would just be awesome, a great gesture this holiday season. When you donate, if you wouldn't mind, on behalf of the Cousins Crusaders of Purple Daily, maybe make a little note that just says that's why you're donating. That's kirkcousins.org on behalf of the Cousins Crusaders of Purple Daily. And with that, it is time for... Time now for the Before We Die crew to give us their Before We Dies. You know, much like the Minnesota Wild, slow start out the gates with those buttons there, Ross, but you've really, uh, really cleaned it up. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'll start if you don't mind. Yeah. I'm going to dovetail off of Thor's idea. So Thor had the brilliant idea of the Roomba, Roomba, the Roomba snow machine, snow wow. thrower, whatever you want to call it. And it it start it sparked a thought in my mind. Have you guys seen? I don't really know what to call this. I'm 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 going to use the word. Please don't take it dirty. Uh, no, I know I'm not even going to use it. But it's a thing say, you, you know this audience can't control themselves. Yeah, so a, I, now I need the dirty version. It's I was going to call it like a bra that you put over your window when it snows. Right? Have you seen these things? It's a massive thing. And when, when you come out for work at the end of the day, oh, you just pull this thing off and you dump all the snow on the ground and your yeah. windshield looks pristine. Yeah. That got me thinking, why can't, and I know you can, but we should have stuff like this for decks. We should have stuff like this for people's mm. roofs. I should be able to dome my entire property They're so I can't, even get, I can't even get snow. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like I could tarp it, but that's, that's too much work. I need a real product or a real company that just shows up they show up on like November 15th and they say, Ross, we're here to put up your dome for the season. They put it up, never have to deal with any any weather. It would be brilliant. You just want to live it. Winter. This is great. Would it be thousands of dollars? Yeah, probably. Would I pay it? Eh, probably not, but I'd still like some of the I think royalties you, do, you, think the you move out of Minnesota, maybe too. But yeah. no, we're, we're, not, we're never doing that. They're, that's that's what I got. Bury me in that frozen ground. That's my before I die. I do have a quick sports one. I'm going to double up. Uh, This is college football related. Kenny Burns is leaving the University of Minnesota. He's their running backs coach and associate head coach. He is off to coach the mighty Kent State Golden Flash. My long term before we die, if he is successful there, Kenny Burns will eventually be the head football coach at the University of Indiana. Oh, Mm. that's his alma mater. So I feel like if he can be successful at a downtrodden program like Kent State, Indiana fires their coach. Seems like he'd be a logical fit. All he's got to do is win eight games next year because Tom Allen is not long for Indiana. I think yeah. he's I think he's been given the one year thing. So we'll see how that goes. What do you got for? My before we die is before I die, Jesse will set me up for my Kalen Barnes thing. Where was my I Kalen know. Barnes? Yeah. I know. I was like I going down the rundown and I was like, mm, didn't bring it up. I'll set you up. Uh Kalen Barnes signed off the oh. Dolphins practice squad. Thor our resident analyst. What uh, what you make about this cornerback signing? Yeah, so Kalen Barnes, for people that don't know, is an absolute burner. He he at the combine he runs a four two two or four two three. I'm sorry, confirmed, which was the fastest time by any defender since 2003. That was so long ago. That was the year I graduated from high school, and you can probably tell how old I am now. Um, he, he he very explosive guy uh i mean not just the speed the splits were awesome his he jumped 40 uh inches which was in the 95th percentile broad jump was really good the strange thing about his athletic profile he does not 
change directions very well. Even though he's super duper athletic, his short shuttle was in the fifth percentile and his three cone was in the sixth percentile. So that's, you know, that's like his RAS score overall was in the 63rd percentile, despite the fact he was in the 100th percentile for for the the 40 and, the, you know, the aforementioned all, all the other stuff. It, when he came out, I ranked him uh, the 166th overall player in his class in, in the last class here. And then the, the 22nd cornerback. Yeah, he, he went to Carolina, drafted by the coach who had recruited him out of high school, Matt Rule. Of course, Matt Rule then, you know. He's gotten the axe. He's back at Nebraska now. But I, I do think at least bring him in, take a look. Your cornerback room, we, we've seen all the issues they, they've had, and then the injuries, everything like that. You cannot teach speed and north-south explosion. He has those things in spades. The rest of it, uh, maybe a Donatello will have to work with. Maybe we can't be so confident about oh, that. Oh, boy. <laughs> the, the, the kid's at least worth a look because he's got world-class speed, legitimate world-class speed. I think I just want to point this out, Jesse, when Thor started throwing a bunch of numbers out there, I was already <laughs> lost trying to do the math at how old he might uh-huh. be, which I think is 38. That's right. Nice. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's been a long time since someone ran as fast as Kalen Barnes at the Combine, the whole point. You know, I mean, it's been a go. long time. Before Take it away. Die, Take I'll, us home, Jesse. Before we Peters. die, I'll stop putting a quarter in Thor at the very end of the show. Yeah, well, you're supposed to do it earlier, but I'll love. I'll love. There was no good. I, there was no good segues. I pride myself on my segues. There was no good segues. You're ruining this. Uh, no, my reel before we die. I alluded to it at the beginning of this week's episode, and it, yes, it has to do with the Minnesota Vikings defense. Yes, it has to do with Minnesota Vikings. Ed Dontel. I do think before the season's over, before I die for sure, but before the season's over to really pinpoint it, there will be defensive staffing changes. No, I'm not saying that Ed Dontel will be fired. I don't think he is going to be managing and overseeing the defensive schemes as we have seen. I think Kevin O'Connell, it's probably not as hot of a take as my little internal brain thought it was this morning because (laughs) that's the adjustment that needs to be made. But I do, I think we will see that before the season is over. Ed will be down on the sidelines or something. He's not making the full-on calls from up top. That's what I'd like to see. And anyway, I, I can definitely see some minor adjustments or maybe somebody else is handling at least a part of play calling. I can definitely right. see that. I think Judd has even floated that on the flagship. But no, again, this is my idea. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And it's before we die. I'm done. Nobody, I'm done. nobody ever thought of this I'm, thing ever. I'm muting myself. Take us home. Oh, except for Hennepin. Or did the mic go out? We're not sure. Uh, Guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Purple Dailies Before We Die on Score North. As always, we appreciate each and every one of you checking us out. Don't forget to check out all the Purple Daily content coming at you daily. This show in particular, releasing new episodes Mondays and Thursdays. Drop your comments. Let us know how you think the Vikings are going to fare on Saturday against Jeff Saturday in the Indianapolis Colts. Let us know what you're thinking of the show. Let us know what you're thinking of Thor's football collection and what you're thinking of Ross's uh, just fantastic attitude. That's going to do it. You guys, we will (laughs) see you uh, next week. Go Vikes. Skull Vikings a beat Saturday on Saturday.